You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. It's the 11th day of February. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Auburn. Auburn, Georgia. You ain't got nothing to say? Yeah, it's up there all 316. Okay. Yeah, when you were 316, going up there just past the Gwinnett Airport and right up in that area before you get into the Winder in that area. So that's uh, still Gwinnett, but it's still up that way, on, on your way to Athens. You see all right, then. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, Sam and I, we got started an hour ago. We're going to be with you until noon today. Uh, you got some NBA action, which, by the way, if you can't get in front of TV, you want to see the Hawks and the Spurs, that game is right here. Pre-game is 7 o'clock, tip-off at 7.30. Uh, tomorrow, of course, if you can't get in front of a TV, which means, hey, you either lost a bet or you got to work. And if you got to work, <laughs> you turn the radio on and you could listen to – the Super Bowl right here. Everything pregame, even though the pregame starts, I think in about an hour, uh, we'll start broadcasting it at two p.m. tomorrow, and then of course kickoff for the game is at six fifteen. Sam and I spent the first hour talking about uh, you know our story of the week and obviously the movement going on in the NBA and and, and different things that have uh, gone on with LeBron. You know, it was just an it was an NBA filled week. Okay, they owned it. Yeah, And it got us talking about a number of different things, and the records was one of them. And so I ask you, because get into this GOAT conversation or who's better than who, and again, that could, that could go on. By the way, we gave a, a number of them. We left a couple out. Okay. Here's one. Petty or Earnhardt? Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, and, you, and who are you leaving out of that conversation? Mm, oh, yeah. See, there you go. See, who ah, are you leaving out? Ah, ah, Jimmy. Ah. That's right. You're right. Him and Tim Duncan are having having lunch someplace going, they don't remember us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to ask you is, a lot of people thought that that record that Kareem held for X amount of years that was never going to be broken. Eh, I wasn't so much in that camp, but it wasn't one of those where I would put the mortgage down saying it's not going to be broken. And I ask you, do you feel like there is a record out there in professional sports that just will never be broken because I have one. Okay. Which yours? It, it may be the same one I have. Probably. You know, baseball? Yep. Somebody that played here? No. Well, I don't know where he played, to be honest with you. you talk, okay, what position are you talking about? Oh, uh, outfield. Okay, no, I'm not talking about him. Okay. So you're talking about which which record that he holds? Which one are you talking about? Total bases. Ah, see, it wasn't the easy. But you see, to my Hank Aaron, total bases. What's that number? Uh, six, eight fifty six. The next closest person just retired, Albert Pujols, and he was he's at six two one one. Okay, All you right. know, I mean, so I mean, that's how long you got to play and be at that level. And the next two people after him, 
ain't played Musial and Mays. So I'm just saying, guys, I'm I'm playing that long and to be that productive at that level for that long. I just don't see anybody coming close to uh, to Mr. Aaron. I I don't. Well, listen, we've had this conversation the last couple of years. Who's going to yeah. get the 300 wins again? Yeah. Verlander, I ain't going to get there. Um, Scherzer, I I just don't know if that's going to happen. But that's not the record I am willing to take to my grave and everybody else's that it's I don't see because I got another record too. But go ahead. Okay. Well, mine's in the same sport. There is nobody ever, 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 ever who's going to top Cy Young. 511 wins. Yeah. It ain't happening. Yeah. It just it ain't going to happen. You know, if guys so that's can't the get untouchable the record. Yeah, get the 300. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get the 3, get the 400 and let's talk. Oof. And yeah. but never 511. No. So that's that's my unbreakable record. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com going to talk uh, NBA with Terrell Thomas and some NASCAR coming up later on in the show on this 11th day. Um of February, I, I'm going to keep my little stats here to myself here because I want to let you get to the local stuff, and I want to ask you about who you spoke to this week. Because that's another record. That's thank you very much. That's right. That's, that's another a nice record. Lead. That was that's a nice a, lead. That's a, a whole another record well, that nobody in the audience so, so. talks about. Wow, man. You know what I mean? Well, get the other stuff out the okay. way first. Yeah, I, <laughs> right. I'm only at, people are leaning into the radio. Yo, and you, you, but you, just, you did just, your job. But just, just some college basketball to get you up to date on some games that have going on. Kentucky is in our area. Those of y'all watch Kentucky basketball, and you know, they, you know, usually, usually at the top of the Southeastern Conference, they've had their problems being there in recent years. Teams like Arkansas are playing better in Tennessee, uh, but Kentucky is here. They're playing at UGA today, twelve noon start. Uh, Georgia at fourteen and ten. Uh, let's see what the dogs have for the Wildcats uh, today. Tech broke out of that dreaded losing streak. They had lost nine in a row, and they finally snapped out of it this week. Um, got a buzzer beater to beat Notre Dame. They're on the road today. They're playing up at Wake Forest. That's a 5 o'clock start to see if they get some confidence and a little momentum going in the right direction for the Jacks. Watch for them. Georgia State is home today at 2 o'clock. They got Marshall. Marshall is new in the conference. Marshall is 20-6. and six. Whoa, was that expected? I don't know, man, but the Thundering Herders, they, 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 <laughs> there's something, but they're going to be uh, over at the GSU Convocation Center uh, Panthers trying to get some wins going in the right direction. Had a tough loss this week. They're ten and fifteen on the season. Two o'clock start that one, but the five o'clock starter um, and something that Cal Sandy just talked about in the last segment. Kennesaw State. Uh, they beat Jacksonville State over in Alabama with a buzzer beater this week, and there's their nineteenth win. Their record now stands at nineteen and seven. They play Jacksonville State again today at five o'clock, and this is a school they look to really cement a rivalry with in athletics. Uh, they're not that far away. Jacksonville State is, you know, on your way to Birmingham. They um, they recruit Cobb County heavily, and so they feel like they have, you know, a, a great – and they're looking to be, you know, that's one of the reasons I think Kennesaw State is making the move to Conference USA to maintain a rivalry with them. So, you know, for them to play back-to-back games, almost a home and away, almost a home and home. They play Thursday night there. They're playing this afternoon here at 5 o'clock. And Kennesaw State going for their 20th win. And um, you know that's that's uh, that that that's, would be so big for that program as a Division One program going places where they've never gone. Next week, Liberty comes to town, and that is the team that they share first place with. So mm-hmm. that will be the game for outright first place in the A Sun. Can I ask you a question? I, and I don't know if you're familiar with this, but I was going to ask you, what are their facilities like, Kennesaw State? They, very nice, is what I mentioned. They they were yeah. very nice facility. 
Excellent. Place. But I mean, just I, all the just for yeah. all their athletics. I mean, well, they, they have, have nice. They, they have very nice facilities. Like I said, most people don't get off the freeway to see right. what's there. We know Fifth Third Bank is 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 a very modern facility and a very versatile facility that was built for soccer, where they play football now. Um, their basketball place, where I have to be reminded, I actually played tennis once in that place. Um, what? Yeah, I actually played. Tennis. <laughs> get lost? No, no, no. That there, there was a there was a um, one of those. Pro-Am kind of events. Gotcha. It's a people's pro celebs and whatnot. And I think I was actually on the other side of the court from Pete Sampras. So I'm not. How you. That was kind See, of you kill me with this stuff. How do you forget that you I, played tennis with Pete Sampras? Yeah. How do you forget that? I was. I don't play. I mean, I was out there for you a few drink. points. I was out there for a few <laughs> points. I mean, I was on the court with Andy Roddick once. I, I, I remember that because the serve oh, came so fast. Man. Uh, you know, you see your life flash running. Where did you face. play tennis with Andy Roddick? Uh, this is up in Norcross. We're not Peachtree Corners. It's lifetime now. So but here, he was in okay. town. Yeah, but here in, here in town. I didn't like to stay out there with him and play with him for a long time. But you I hit just, with him. I just want to get there and see what his serve is like. And he, he, he got, got me about a buck 20. He didn't give me that buck 40. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to see the buck see, 40, man. The buck, 20, the buck 20 was fast enough. <laughs> buck 20 from him, that's, that's quite enough. You... You know, see, that's the difference between me and you. What? You get to sit and, and have the opportunity to hit back and forth with, with top I didn't tour. say I hit back and forth with him. I thought you said you were on the court with him. I'm on the court with him. But I'm making sure. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> saying that you had a racket in your hand, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so you to, got to a chance defend to do my, that. To defend myself. I'm having salad across from Andre Agassi, and the only place I get to see him was Villa Cristina. Okay. Which was nice, but That's still, very nice. I don't want to be nice, on the court right? with him. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you want to be on the court with I him. just want to say I was on the court. Yeah, you ain't gonna say you I mean, made me look like an idiot. I actually played a match with, with Courier. He was my doubles partner, Jim Courier. Once we actually won, actually won, but he he won. I was just there. <laughs> hey man, you you do what you have to do. Shout out USTA Georgia, by the way. They're in town having their meeting, and I'm gonna MC their awards this evening. So I'll be at that. Congratulations. USTA, yeah, uh, but 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 this week. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. It's just the, the, the Morehouse man over here. Wait, wait a minute. First of all, he's, we, he's busy. He has breakfast. He's busy. Don't worry. Have, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, don't we, leave him alone. We, there. Go take your story, man. You know. Oh, no, I'm good. You good? We have a football coach, right? We did. Class of 92 alumnus comes back to take over the Morehouse program. It took a couple days for the press conference and the actual press release, but we are so happy to have one of our own. Back on the sidelines, it's been a long time since there's been a Morehouse alumnus who's had to be the head coach of the Maroon Tigers. Wow. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. We bring them back home. Let's see if we get some things, get people excited. They got the new turf down. They got, and because I was over there this week, they got the new turf down the field and they got the name back on the track. Okay. And the name of the track is Edwin Moses. It's the Edwin Moses track. And they uh, have totally restored it and refurbished it. It's up to date. They're hoping not this spring, but hopefully in the next spring too, to get the Morehouse relays to return. And uh, at the time at the height, at its height, the Morehouse relays attracted Division One track programs from around the southeast. Put that on the on, on the same level as well, not put it on the same level, but how far is it away from like the pen relays? The pen, uh, it, 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 the it made, to me, it was on its way to being that, and then you know some things. You know, just I don't know the, the the other other meets just attract people in different places, and so. But for a while, the some teams like Florida would come through and run this event, and then it turned into like a regional high school event, which I think is big as well uh, to get those to get that caliber athlete on the campus to see it. It's what happened at North Carolina A and T. We talked about how they were ranked 
in the top five nationally. And HBCU was ranked that highly in track because they were able to track those type of uh, uh, athletes because they had a great facility. And they hosted AAU and high school regional events. Kids came there and said, hey, this is the same as I see anyplace else. Yep, I signed up. I come to school here. I think that where his name went back and got his degree, LeBron's teammate. Actually, started playing golf. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go ahead and get his degrees. We'll right. go make, yeah, to, to play Just on the to golf play some team. golf. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's something we saw there. But, but that's the thing. You didn't say who you interviewed. You mentioned. I mentioned you the track. the lead. I mentioned his name is on the track. Edwin Moses. Had a chance to spend some time with him. We talk with him. That's cool. His winning streak yes. 122 consecutive race wins. Nine years, nine months, nine days. Nobody beat this man at the 400 yeah. meter hurdles. And he just made it look like he was just water coming out of a faucet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really did. He just was <laughs> – it just turned your faucet on and watch it just come out. Nice and <sighs> – Yeah. He's yeah. one of – and he's another one. Put him in that Tim Duncan, Jimmy Johnson category of achievements who aren't appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Going to switch some local stuff to uh, the NBA, the Hawks, and the movement this past week with Terrell Thomas. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go. Short time to get there. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. You hear this, what do you think of? The movie? Yeah. yeah. You think of the movie. and then by I shouldn't think of the movie? No, 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 it's fine, no. But you think of the movie and then, of course, the star of the movie, right? Yeah. You think of Burt Reynolds. Well, Sally Field, too. Yeah. The singer of the song. Old, old Jerry Reed. Today would have been Burt's birthday. Burt Reynolds would have been 88 years old today. Wow. And so threw that on there for him. Rest in peace, Mr. Reynolds. Absolutely. Sally Fields got something at the movie theater right now. Yes, she does. And 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 the people who put that together, sometimes the timing works out. Sometimes your quarterback doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. So I listen, it was But it a, still gets him talked about yes, at Super Bowl does. time. How about that? It, which which we found out that he has filed his retirement mm-hmm. uh paper papers. He's done a lot of filing this year. He has filed his retirement papers. So we'll uh, you know. There are we'll those, see if he actually goes through with that. There are those. who's what, What's his name? Uh, the, the, the number one. We'll come back to that because Brady's going to be maybe causing a little upheaval over there at Fox when he starts working. But that's football. Well, he said he's not going to do it until 24. Yeah, until next year. Yeah. But um, we got to talk basketball now. And Absolutely. it has been a basketball week. And as we, we bring on our guests, I started the show telling Sam about the call I made on Tuesday before the Tuesday night game to talk to Terrell about – you know, some things that we might have in the show. And so we talked for 20 minutes, something like that, a good 20 minutes, Terrell. Yes, indeed. And and went through everything. And what did I say at the end? And I said, now this is Sports Talk Radio, so all this could be moot by the time we come on because people, two or three things may have happened between now and then, and that's the case. We were going to do this whole dissection with Kareem and get into Kareem's career and then get into his opinion about Kareem and LeBron because he's younger than us. And I, we had this whole thing worked out, and okay. I was going to surprise you. Well, where's that flush so, noise? So much, so, so much for the surprise. <laughs> so much for the surprise, but we still welcome Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I guess to, uh, the best way to ask this question of you, and, and honestly, take your work hat off 
put your NBA fan hat on and ask and answer this. What was your takeaway from this past week? From the, the amount of trades that happened with the famous names, LeBron, Pass, and Kareem, of all the things happening in the NBA, what was your takeaway? The thing that you will look forward to having a conversation with your kids about? Well, first and foremost, good morning, gentlemen, and thank you as always for having me on. Uh, to, to, to say it plain and simple, I think it would just have to be wow. You know, I was so amazed, that, as you mentioned. We spoke on Tuesday, and we knew about the possibility of LeBron making NBA history this week, and we knew the trade deadline was approaching. And there were there were brief rumors, you know, uh, of KD maybe leaving and different teams looking to make a splash to really try to chase the ch- uh, NBA trophy. But overall, I was just like, wow, I couldn't believe how quickly things happened from Kyrie being traded. And then, of course, everything that happened with Durant uh, and even our own Atlanta Hawks getting in the mix a bit. So, if, as you mentioned, if I take my work hat off for a moment and I look at it as a fan, it was just simply wow. I couldn't believe it. Wow, man. And that's you hear him from Terrell Thomas. And he is social. You can find him on the Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452, these urban times. That being said, which will you think will have the biggest impact and will get closer to winning a championship, you know, Kyrie or, or KD? Which one are you think, regardless of the fact of them being in the West now, their team still won't win it? No, I, I would have to say KD. But for some reason, in the back of my mind, I just have a feeling now that we may see a Dallas-Phoenix Western Conference Finals. I know all the hoopla we speak on when we, you know, mention the Denver Nuggets. I just, I'm really not sold on them when the postseason comes around. So I, I believe that just somehow, some way, the basketball guys are going to give us the Suns versus Mavericks Western Conference Finals. But just looking at the rosters, how they are, uh, hoping that injuries do not play a part in, in, in the overall results, I would have to say the Phoenix Suns and the Kevin Durant move. Hmm. Yeah! Wow! Yeah! I mean, he kept he kept the champs out of his mouth. Didn't say nothing about Golden State, even though Steph Curry's coming back. You don't feel like you feel like the window is closed on them coming back. I said what I said earlier about the Clippers. I ain't putting nothing uh, on on a team that's got Paul George (laughs) when it comes to the playoffs and 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 the the finals. Are the young upstarts in Memphis, man? They think they can take on everybody. I just I, I I don't I don't. Memphis, to me, uh, has they, they have kind of like a black cloud over their head. They have too much off-the-court, I'll say, drama that's been happening with them. I think they have a phenomenal team. Um, and Of course, their coach was once here with our Atlanta Hawks. We've seen him and watched him mature as a, as a coach in the NBA. But I, I just don't buy them yet either. And as far as the Warriors, I think they kind of blew their chance at repeating in the offseason. We see they just you know recently brought back Gary Payton the second. I thought they should have signed him themselves in the offseason. The trade of Wiseman, I know that they may be disappointed feeling as though they didn't get out of him what they expected when drafting him. But uh, I really thought that in, in, in the next wave of the Golden State Warriors that he may be key. And unfortunately, as you mentioned, Steph Curry will be coming off for injury. This team is getting older. We know Draymond's getting older. Klay Thompson is getting older, although he still shows. Yeah, he's stepping he's up. He's stepping up. Yes, indeed. He is certainly stepping up out there. Uh, it'll be entertaining to see what the Warriors do, but I, I don't for some reason. I just don't feel that they'll – uh, actually be in contention for another championship this season. Maybe have to make some moves next year. Yeah. But I just, for some reason, again, I just think Kyrie and Kevin Durant, we're going to end up seeing them in the Western Conference Finals, just opposing one another. I, I think this is just me. I think Memphis is one superstar and a coach who has a voice they'll listen to and respect away from a chip. Hmm. That's just me. You mentioned Gary Payton Jr. Well, what's going on with him in that trade or lack thereof because there's some issues with him actually trickles down and affects the Hawks. Tell me what your thoughts on that happening now. 
Well, um, I'm, I'm, I was actually pleased to see the Hawks making some moves, uh, bringing in Sadiq Bay, and ironically, uh, I was very familiar with his game, him being a Villanova Wildcat. I, I still pay attention to a lot that's going on in the uh, Philadelphia area as far as college sports are concerned. Yeah, yeah. And I think he really you. will be a key. <laughs> I think he will be a great key off the bench, though, for our Hawks. We have needed some additional scoring. Um, the gentleman is also not afraid to play defense and actually get up on perimeter guards and such. So I think the Hawks fans and Hawks players are going to be very pleased whenever he he does get into the lineup. Not quite sure yet if he'll be in the lineup tonight uh, as our Hawks take on the, the San Antonio Spurs. But I do believe once he gets in the lineup, starts to get his feet up under him as a member of the Atlanta Hawks, I think we'll all be very pleased with the trade that was made for him. See what happens. So that 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 being said, what do you feel with this Hawks team? And we got a big win over Phoenix. As a shorthanded team, Phoenix team, you want to go out and 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 uh, get win. I tell you what, John Collins played like a guy who was just breathing a big sigh of relief, and he let it out with that <laughs> slam. That it was thunderous. Uh, I felt great for him because there's been this cloud hanging over him for the longest. Will he be traded? And at least he knows now he's going to get to play out this season here in Atlanta. Talk a little bit about him and what that possibly does for this team uh, that he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. It's kind of hard uh, to speak about John Collins when we mention him in the world of, of being a worker and being, uh, being reporters and media guys. I really have a lot of love for John Collins. Watched him come here as a rookie. Um, he's always been extremely receptive to any questions I've had. Uh, he's even been receptive to my kids and, and, you know, whenever they come to games and things like that. So I honestly have a special a soft spot in my heart for J.C. And I think he's the ultimate professional, as you mentioned, shoot, for the last <laughs> – Four, three, three to four years, his name has just been swirling in trade rumors, and he's done nothing but the, the old-fashioned saying, pick up his work bill and just get, you know, put his head down and go on to work. Uh, so it is it's very refreshing to see that he still is in an Atlanta Hawks uniform. I was hoping, again, I had a soft spot in my heart for the man, that he was not traded um, because I think he's just the epitome of what a professional athlete is supposed to be. We consistently see him interacting with fans. We see him doing great things here in the Atlanta area. Also doing things in the Wake Forest area with his mother being uh, a, a, a former member of the military. We've seen him doing a lot in the world of the military and retired uh, different military services. So I'm, I'm so pleased that John Collins is still here. I'm hoping that in some way, shape, or form he's able to really make an impact in the second half of the season for our Atlanta Hawks, whether it be offensively or defensively. And that Hawks fans give that man his flowers because, again, he's been nothing but a professional here. And that's rare that you see in today's world when you hear athletes requesting trades and asking mm-hmm. to be shipped. That's something John's never done. He could have went to the front office at any given time recently and just say, look, guys, I know you guys are looking to trade, but just get me out of here. You know, let's just end this mm-hmm. with both of us. He's been very consistent that he wants to be an Atlanta Hawk. He hopes somehow that he can retire Atlanta Hawks. You know, so I'm very pleased to see him here. And as you mentioned, that slam dunk pretty much summed it up. You know, like I'm here and I'm so happy to be here. So that was great to see. All right, before you leave here, and this is something that I, I, I watched this week and I was trying to compare it to something or somebody. I can't remember a fall happening as quickly as it has happened to Russell Westbrook. I mean, this dude was, hey, he still gives you your money's worth when you go see him. But from that, that superstar that he was just a few years ago to where he is now and what his game is considered to be when you look at the teams and the, and the way people talk about him, I, I, I almost feel sorry for him, but not really. But I just haven't seen a fall like this. And I guess you've got to be high up to fall the distance he has. But it seems like there is nobody that wants to pick this dude up. And that, that speaks volumes about where his game is right now. 
Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. It, it does speak volumes to where his game is right now. And it, it has been a, a tremendous fall when you look at a gentleman who was on a team that was once an NBA title contender when Durant was, was, was still in OKC with him. He actually played in the NBA Finals with Durant. Uh, he's won, you know, MVPs. He set the record as far as, uh, you know, averaging a triple-double in a season. Um, so it, it's been very unfortunate, to say the least, to see where he is right now. But he's he's a guy that also, for some strange reason, I, I – I don't feel like his NBA days are done. I don't know, um, you know, what the situation will be for him in Utah, but hearing different things that the Jazz may go ahead and buy him out and that there are a few teams interested in his services, mainly the Chicago Bulls and the the, uh, Miami Heat, excuse me. So we will see if there's an opportunity for Westbrook to once again join the roster and insert himself into a starting lineup. But I think he's a gentleman. You know, we hear hear stories awfully just about the egos and what athletes have. And it it would be hard, I I would imagine, for a gentleman like Westbrook, once again, who's made NBA history as far as the triple-doubles are concerned, who has been an MVP in this league. Um, And he has a mentor such as Michael Jordan. You know, he's a Jordan athlete, someone that – one of the one of the few athletes who who does speak to Michael Jordan on a somewhat consistent basis. Um, So I know that pride and ego is huge. Um, but his game isn't what it used to be. And that's hard sometimes for athletes to look in the mirror yep, and actually yep, accept yep. that. Um, so I, I hope that he does find a way to accept that because I still believe the gentleman has an extremely high basketball IQ, and I think he can be very serviceable to a contender. But I think uh, he'll, ha- he'll just have to let his ego, set his ego aside, which, again, could be hard. It, it's hard for, for humans and, right. you know, in any form of life. So I don't want to just, you know, single him out on that. Yeah. Um, but being a – a superstar athlete like that, it's hard to put that ego aside. I hope he does that, and I hope we do get to see brighter days for Westbrook in the future. Yeah. Before we wrap up with you, you know, I want to apply that to our team here and some people, you know, putting some things aside and, and look, looking at what made this team a sin a couple of years ago. You talked about John Collins staying here. Somebody getting his ear said, look, dude, do what you did that gave you this value. You know what I mean? And, and that's the thing, the thing this team doesn't have. I almost wish there's some kind of way – that Lou Williams could have been retained as like a player slash coach because he came in at about that time in a veteran voice that focused said, look, man, this is what got you where you're at. And there's nobody, I think, in that locker room, Terrell, that can do that for this Atlanta Hawks team. And I don't know how vocal Lou was. He may have been more by example, and the guys noticed his example for his longevity in the league. But to me, that's what this team needs right now is somebody that's, who's been there with them um, and can say, hey, you know, do the thing that got you where you where, where you were a couple of years ago, and especially with Collins. You know, get you back to the basket, especially we're going to have Sadiq Bay. We're going to have plenty of folks shoot from the perimeter. You know, get, yeah. get down in there and do what you do. And and so that's – I don't know who can do that, you know what I mean? But to me it seems this team could use a shot of that right we got now. about 30 seconds left, Terrell. Yes, indeed. You, you hit it right on the head. I was very sad when Lou was, uh, wasn't was retained here because he was that voice in the locker room, someone that these young guys looked up to a lot, and they did value his opinion. So uh, he's still out there. You know, he's still out there, and I'm quite sure he'll be serviceable to an NBA team. So maybe the Hawks should make that call and bring old Lou back to, to the team for the remainder of the season. All right, don't do a deep dive. We're going to let you do it here at the end of the interview. <laughs> Say who you got tomorrow and why. Come on. Oh, you know, it's kind of hard, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with those Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go fly, Eagles fly with those Eagles, and uh, of course, like it's not gonna be a close game. I'm I'm looking at something oh. like 33 to 17, and that Jalen Hurts really starts to uh, make notice out here. It's very great to see two African American quarterbacks uh, have an opportunity to square off against each other. Yeah. Of course, I want to see my hometown Eagles with a big win, but uh, I'm gonna enjoy the game, and I think the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are gonna find a way to get it done. I hope you don't get your feelings hurt. 
Your kid, your kid might need therapy. <laughs> your, your son might need therapy if he sees daddy cry. So, you know, you, you don't want that. <laughs> it's Terrell Thomas. He, he's joining us here. Thanks, Terrell. He's done talk basketball. He's our Thank guy. You, Enjoy the Thank game. You. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's Terrell Thomas, these urban times. It's Sam and Greg. We are going to switch gears. At, well, switching gears is actually what we're going to talk about next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Yeah, man. Have you ever been caught between the moon and New York City? No. No, but I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie, Sam man. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Dudley Moore. Oh, man. The, well, I will say what others have said. Um, our old buddy Chris Domino used to say this all the time. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Domino. He says, uh, the first 20 minutes of Arthur is as funny as anything you will see in any movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give Chris, I mean, yeah. uh, he said it publicly for the first time, but I felt that way about a lot of that movie. There are scenes in that movie that just, you know, yeah. going to Susan's house, yeah. and he's half drunk, and he's following the butler, and they're both walking the same way. Yeah. <laughs> just stuff like that. Uh, again, but the reason we played that tune is? This week, we uh, we lost Burke Bacharach. Yes. Great uh, composer and writer of a lot of movies and TV show theme music and uh, just songs is, that it, of a generation, probably 60s and 70s. But, uh, but songs that were re-recorded oh, and, yeah. and put out, and you've seen them in movies, so you have heard his catalog. Yeah, I, you know, if if you're older than ten years old, you've heard his catalog. You have, and if you're under, well, a hundred for the most part, you you know his stuff. And yeah. so when 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 that, and it wasn't like a voice that was squashed. You know, when you know we're never going to hear that yeah. singer again. But you're going to hear him. His voice, you know, yeah. it wasn't his voice; it was right. his music. Right. Um. So, yeah, and there's a couple others, too, I want to get to because, you know, this – can I ask you a quick, quick question? Go ahead. Do you remember where you were in 1990? 1990. Um, just think about February, yeah. wintertime, February, 1990. February, I, I was happening. <laughs> because there's a 30 for 30 okay. that they put out called June 17th, and it's all about what happened on June 17th, 1994. All right? I made a 30 for 30 about this. Okay. So everything from Ken Griffey Jr. tying Babe Ruth's record for the most tall, like 30 home runs before June 30th, that was something. Um, I want to get a couple more here. There was a, a World Cup. Oh, yeah, the commencement for the 94 World Cup happened on this day, hosted by, of all people, Oprah and Bill Clinton. Okay. Okay, that happened on this day. Really? But here's the, the three things, the four things, that really stand out on that day. Arnold Palmer was playing his last um, U.S. Open. Okay. On that day, and it was the I think it was actually it was a Saturday because he no he was there for the full four rounds. I think. I so yeah, know. so he was playing his last round at U.S. Open. That was one thing. I think I think that was the Friday. He wasn't gonna make the cut. Playing in his final round. No, he made the cut. Did he? Okay. Or it was his, his final round. round. Didn't say it was the final. No, no, it's his. His, his, his final fi- round. His final round at the U.S. Open. Right. It didn't okay. mean, didn't mean it was the final round of the tournament. No, 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 because no, it's Saturday. Or wait, anyway, you're getting me all confused here. But it was his final round, his final round yeah. at the U.S. Open. Right. That happened on this day. So you got Arnold Palmer, you got Game 5 
of the NBA Finals. In the Bronco ride. And O.J. Oh, this was on a Friday. That was on a Friday. Okay, so that was on a Friday. That's what happened. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said Palmer didn't make the cut. Well, actually, as I remember that, but I was, for whatever reason, because we're sitting here on a Saturday, I'm forgetting days aren't always, the 11th isn't always on a Saturday. (laughs) Like an idiot. Anyway, so this happened on this day. All these things happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, And let's not leave out um, the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. Yep. All right, so you put all that stuff into a blender. They make a 30 for 30 about that. I mm-hmm. bring this up because on this date, 1990, these things happened. Where were you? Magic wins the MVP okay. at the NBA All-Star Game. Okay. Buster Douglas takes out Mike Tyson. Wow. February 11th. You got to remember that one. And Mandela was released from okay. jail after okay. 27 years. All of that. 1990, February 11th. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody makes another 30 for 30 about what happened on this day. But, mm-hmm. again, it just made me think about it. Hey, happy birthday to Mr. Lightbulb himself, Thomas Edison. You call him? You think you like to be called Mr. Lightbulb? Well, it's better than Mr. Phonograph. Okay. Or Mr. TV camera. <laughs> so, hey, Edison, shine yeah. a light over here. Jethro's daddy was born on this day. Really? Max Bear. Jed. <laughs> and Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo was born on this day. You know what I'm talking about? Enrico Enrico Palazzo. Leslie Nielsen. Ah. Naked Gun. We <laughs> pretended to be the uh, the opera singer singing the national anthem. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. As we move into the 10 o'clock hour, I want to let you know we're going to talk more Super Bowl NFL. We have got Alan Ladd, who is from Kansas City, probably out in Phoenix. Well, he's we're, from here. He's, well, that's right. He is from went to Park's, uh, Parkview. <laughs> he is from here. Left but, here, went but, to Kansas City. But, but, but he went to Myrtle Beach, now he's Kansas City. Okay, he's in Kansas City, and then jumped on a plane probably sometime this past week, and went to Phoenix. Yeah, he went out there. Thursday, I think he told me. Well, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk we're gonna about ask Like I said, the, 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 next, the, the next two hours, we're going to dive deep into Super Bowl. We're going to talk to people who are on the ground uh, in Phoenix. We had to give them a little time to wake up. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we did. We, and and uh, thankfully, our show goes long enough today that you know, we're not making them get out of bed at an unreasonable no, hour. So they're, they're very happy to join us, and they're ready to talk Super Bowl. They hope you're going to stay with us to hear it. Yo, absolutely. Yeah. You mentioned Willie May, uh, uh, Willie Mays earlier, or was it you? It was actually, yeah, you mentioned it. I mentioned that he was on the list behind, behind Mr. Right, yes. and you could, and you mentioned the Braves. Mm-hmm. On this date, Willie Mays signed a new contract, yes. 1966, highest paid baseball player. You know how much that was? Man, hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. Oh, that was breaking the bank. That back was then. breaking the bank. That was breaking. And that the was bank, Willie dude. Mays. Yeah, that was breaking the bank, man. Uh, that was '66, but the year before, and and it gives you sort of an idea of how baseball works. The year before they came here and made it official, the Braves proposed a five cents tax they were going to have on each ticket sold to keep them in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, but it, it obviously didn't work. It didn't work. But they did that. I they did, had, I, they had, they had run a play down here. I mean, we, we and now the statute of limitation is gone. There was there was some there was some <laughs> well, strings. There was some strings. Baby, you want to talk to Andy Young about this? Ambassador <laughs> Young would tell. There was some strings that were pulled with some people. In some uh, banking institutions and and uh, oh, yeah, government there area, was no, there wasn't no baseball they, they south, were, they this were, far south. No, no, but but to, and they had already they had already you know started building stadiums. Oh. So, <laughs> y'all go, y'all are coming down here because we're building a stadium over here. And what must have that? Because the minor that? league team played in the stadium that the, the Atlanta Crackers played in the stadium their first year, mm-hmm. while the Brave while they were getting everything cleared up and greasing the skids so them dudes could come here. So there was a lot of work that was uh, going on. A lot of people. The, the, the back, the the backstory of the Braves coming south 
is pretty remarkable. It's a 30 30. It truly truly is. It truly is of the time. You know, people couldn't do that now. There'd be some people getting hauled off uh, if they did some of the things that they did in order to help make that happen. We we can say it now. Right. But back then, you know, but. but, uh, but So we're going to find, we're going to find, I just got a few more of these guys are going to actually go home to glory. And then we can really talk about who shot Kennedy. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Basically. We'll find out exactly the backstory. But what I was going to ask you is, or have you heard from people who were here when this happened? All of that, what you said about what was going on with the Braves. But let's remember, they got a Falcons, they got a football team that same year. Yeah, and what that must have been like—the negotiations with the city—you got all this stuff going on with the Braves over there, and then you got Rankin Smith and his his folks coming in here saying, "We're starting." You know, well, a they have to be awarded a franchise because they didn't move another team from another city. And right? that's a, and that's a story in itself too. Really? It very really is. The, how what, what, how, how New Orleans and Atlanta got the story because the NFL wanted to beat the AFL to this town. The AFL was going to come here. And so they Makes wanted to sense. be there because the AFL was recruiting and, and drafting a lot of players from HBCUs. Yep. Yep. And New Orleans and Atlanta were cities filled with HBCU graduates. And so the NFL had to beat the AFL to this place, to, to here in New Orleans. That's one of the reasons why Atlanta and New Orleans got their team. This And, and with all of that going on, we, we saw a story earlier in the news, and we're going to get to um, – What's going on with NASCAR in a minute here? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. And and it was talking about, as we sit here in in Black History Month, about Andy Young and what he did. So you put those stories and the the backstories to it um, into play in this city as it continues to grow. You have him working the world in the 70s to bring businesses here. My question is, I have always thought that whatever happened in this city – one of the main reasons it happened was because of that the busyness of that airport. When did it become, if you remember, like what it is now? Because it was always O'Hare Airport up in Chicago. They were well, the yeah. busiest airport. Well, but but it, Atlanta's always been transportation now. Transportation's always been the thing that made Atlanta grow. Atlanta and Denver are the two places that grew with no river, with no water in this, when it comes to this country. They got no water. When you say it out loud, yeah. man, it does. I mean, you really with, with, the two, with the two towns that grew, and because of transportation. Mm-hmm. You know, first it was a railroad. And the airport is a connecting point. So people always had to come through here. <laughs> Wherever it is you go, you had to come through here. But that's the thing that made it made Atlanta grow. But the, but the thing that made Atlanta also take off was that people decided, and this want to get into this, people decided to respect each other. You yeah. know, people respected that there was institutions, there were institutions of higher learning, there was banking, there was business, and folks decided to respect each other, and that's what made this city take off with the other cities in the South. Because I would have thought if the airport was anywhere close to where it is right now, that would have been the reason why these things that took place that we're talking about in the 60s may have happened earlier. No, well, that's that's you said all these cities were in the same list, but now I talk about the things that allowed people who decided to respect each other, allowed Atlanta to grow. The business would come in to see and see what was good. Airport took off. Uh, Mayor Hartsville at the time said, hey, y'all want to make a deal? Y'all can bring Delta Airlines from New Orleans. That was my next thing, Delta making this its hub. Make it a hub, you know. It doesn't make sense. Delta, Atlanta, there ain't no Delta here. That's down in yeah. right. That's those people. It was originally from Louisiana, and they brought them, brought them here, gave them whatever, and gave them a little more than some people thought they should have given them. So some people got mad at them and got voted out. But afterwards, the thing grew, and they put his name on it. But you know what? I'm there you go. Okay, so 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 we win here in Atlanta. Absolutely. Which makes you then wonder about the conversations and and the people who got hit upside the head with a two by four in New Orleans, who didn't, get, who lost, who made them lose to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Like, Y'all, right. we should have did. And, 
and you know how to Well, they got other stuff. They got other stuff to bring you to New Orleans, though. You've been down there. You've seen. I have yeah. for a minute. Yeah. But they don't have what we have. And we didn't have – they even had professional teams when yeah. we had it. They got water. And then they got the, the inks. They got water. Yeah, well. They got water. Yeah, people walking in it, too. So Yeah, well, there, you there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. We didn't even get to talk about the race, man. Well, we we're got, talking we about got, our we, city, we, man. We people rather hear about that. You think so? Yeah. We got the cars ready to go. We got plenty of time to talk about that. You know what? We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Adam Alexander is going to join us. His first visit of the year with us. Adam Alexander from uh, from Fox Sports will join us tomorrow morning at 820 and get us all ready for Speed Weeks down at Daytona. As we leave here, we say happy 89th birthday. Are you ready for this? It's a lot of candles. 89th birthday to Ginger. Wow. Tina Louise. Wow. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. 89 years old today. Uh, again, hitting into this 10 o'clock hour, we are going to have Aaron Ladd, former Parkview High School attendee, Kansas City reporter. He's out in uh, in Arizona for the Super Bowl. We're going to hear from him. I got a casting call, a good one for you this time. There's money flying through the air. I'll tell you about it. But up next, we are going to talk Super Bowl, NFL, and everything surrounding it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.